You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The Kari Feinstein Emmy Style Lounge at the world-famous Mondrian Hotel on Sunset Boulevard and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV's Vampire Diaries edition. We'll break down the season premiere and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's AfterBuzz TV's Vampire Diaries edition. Yo, what up, After Buzzes? It's your boy DJ Jesse Janity here in the house. We are here at the Carrie Feinstein Style Lounge 2011 Emmys Gift Suite, and I am joined here. I'm so excited. It is the premiere, season premiere episode of Vampire Diaries, and I am joined by a new Vampire Diaries fan. Yes. David Skifaletti. <laughs> What's Hi. up, sir? What's up, Jesse? Janora McDuffie. Hello, hello. <laughs> We're missing our Emily Harbert this season, but she's in our hearts, she's in our spirits. She actually sent me a message last night saying, I cried during the premiere. I didn't exactly cry. No, I didn't cry. I, I had didn't a cry. little, you know, trickling. When did you have a little, a little trickling? Did you right at the it? end. I did, <laughs> <laughs> I did some trickle. <laughs> Wrong word. But I did have like a little teary eyed moment at the end when um, Elena called Stefan. Or when Stefan called Elena. You know. well, we'll talk about we'll it. Talk about we'll talk it. about yes. it. And I brought some tissue. Okay, good. I'm going to need it. Well, I just want to get you guys up to date. We are here. This this is the second day at the Emmys Gift Suite. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we had, so we had, I mean, Dancing with the Stars, uh, contestants coming through. Nice. We had a, a, another uh, Grey's Anatomy uh, part of the ensemble. How about that? Little Miss Janora McDuffie. Um <laughs> And yes, yeah, so we'll be streaming live all day, 12 to 6. Um, but let's please get into this damn show. Please. I'm so happy, so excited. Um, first off, Jeremy. We left off with Jeremy. Um, he saw his ex-girlfriends, Vicky yes, and Anna. Vicky and Anna. In the ghost spirit, if I must say. In the spirit realm. What were you guys anticipating from last season? I didn't know where it was going. But I'll tell you one thing I did not anticipate. Jeremy being so fine. Like, he came in with the first 60 seconds of the episode, and I was like, damn, Jeremy, what have you been doing all summer? Well, he's been in the new movie, uh, Piranha 3D, which our homegirl, uh, one of the sisters, Christy Ferris, uh, yes, was my sister. one of what the screamers in, in, in the movie. But yeah, he was in that work, uh, so he's probably getting his beach body on, because he was shirtless a lot. Well, one thing about me, in, in, at least in terms of hosting this show, for me, the characters do not have a life right. outside <laughs> of the Vampire Diaries. They are not working on other movies. They are only existing in the Vampire Diaries. So for me, Jeremy was probably getting busy with Bonnie. And that kind of brought his masculinity out because you were looking good, Jeremy. Wait, what, what, what did we explain? You said once you go black. You never go back. <laughs> Remember that, guys. Remember that. Uh, we are going to have our first commercial. And I believe we have a one of the vendors here today. Want to step right. in? You see, all day we're going to be having people come in and out of the entire show. So we want to catch up on our vampire diaries. But we have, I believe your name, Natalie? Hi. Natalie. Uh, what are you? Hey, Natalie. What company are you representing? Uh, with New World Botanicals. New World Botanicals. And what do you guys do? Uh, 
We're an organic beauty and wellness company. We're located in Toronto, Canada. Oh, really? Yeah, and we specialize in aromatherapy-inspired products. Ooh. Yeah. So, so what so kind of products do you guys sell? I brought some samples. Um, oh, does this mean I get to take some home? You do. <laughs> you do. <laughs> our signature line is our portable roll-ons. They come in 12 different targeted blends. So everything from like healthy sleep to help um, with your stress, boost your energy, boost your immunity. And so what you want to do is you just want to take them, you roll it on your pulse points, and you breathe it in. And you're good to go. It's aromatherapy to go. And it's 100% all natural and organic. Uh, wow. So which two do you have right here? These, uh, okay. So this is uh, stress relief. Stress relief. And anxiety relief. Um, <laughs> let's see. I know, right? We need I'm one not, for each. I'm, I'm a little anxious about the season. So can I try it? And yeah, let you know how I feel? Sure. So for can sure. you make, mix them and... You, you know, can, of course, you can. Relieve your stress and relieve your anxiety. Absolutely. At the same time. This is a really popular one with the celebrities. It's jet lag relief. Ah. Yeah, because they travel and what's a lot. In the jet lag relief. relief. Yeah, so the jet lag has ginger, nutmeg, and clove. It's got all those great essential oils to help you with fatigue and with your indigestion when you're flying and stuff like that. So and would you recommend putting it on before you the flight or after the flight? I would say you're gonna probably want to use it every hour on the hour. Okay. Yeah, just wow. and you just want to smell it for like a couple seconds. So now are all of your products roll on or do you? Yeah, no, great question because there's also the coordinating three-in-one body bath and hair. Nice. Yeah. So this is a great product to use on your skin when you come out of the shower to moisturize. And you can also use it in your hair, you know, just to tame the frizzies. I have those. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> and then, try that too right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, it's yours. And then you can put a little bit in your bath, like a little bit of bath scented oil. Yeah. How did you get started with all of this? Um, well, it was just an idea. It was a concept that I, I had envisioned and that I wanted to do. And my background is marketing, so I just pursued it. And um, I have that entrepreneurial spirit, so just gave it a go and my husband backed me up and that's your oh, husband yeah. here? yeah that's he's Johnny he's pretty handsome huh Johnny <laughs> yeah he's, he's a cutie eh? <laughs> you're different from Canada yeah. Yeah. Hey, you like that huh? I did eh and where can your products be found um, so our products can be found online on our website newworldbotanicals.com and that's new as in N-U that's right world. yeah yep and for sure and we also sell um, to a couple organic beauty retailers in the US and we're also in France Okay. Yeah, we're looking to expand into other markets. Very nice. What type of um, beauty salons in the U.S. Um, are you? No retail stores. It's strictly online right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And just one other item I'm going to just show you quickly. It's our marine mineral bath soak salts. So that also comes in the same blends. And it's got the Himalayan pink rock salt and organic seaweed powder great, you know, for detoxifying. And How do you find all of these organic products? I source them from all over the world. Okay. <laughs> Don't forget yeah. the product. And oh, he, also, he wants me to mention his blend that he developed. It's aphrodisiac. And it's really ah. good. Well, yeah, it's called yeah, so aphrodisiac. specifically for yeah. the married guy. It is. It's for the married guy. <laughs> It's, well, I'm, it's really I'm glad good. you didn't bring that one because my co-host might be in trouble if I roll that one on and set <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm going to keep it PG. I'm saying. <laughs> oh, not yeah. to, <laughs> nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Dad. Hi, Mom. Hey, Mom and Dad in Canada, right? Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, shout out. 
<laughs> also, sorry. So right before we uh, head out again, one last time, where we can find your product? Yes, you can find our product online at newworldbotanicals.com. And that is nuworldbotanicals.com for all our audio listeners out there. Thank you very much Thank for you very much. Thank it's been you. a pleasure. Yeah. The last question, though. Yes. Do you watch The Vampire Diaries? Yes, I do. Did you hey. see the uh, premiere last night? No, no I didn't. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Okay, right. so here we go. Great. Excellent. Sit in and hear for Did a little bit. Did you see the last uh, episode from the last season? No. No. All right, so what do you remember last season? I don't know. You better not ask me more questions about it. I can't remember. Just know that they're all good looking. I know. I watch it because he watches it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. She's busy in the lab. I got her in the lab. She's literally Yeah. All right. That's a good. That's a that's good a good reason. Excuse. That's a good reason. Well, these would be good for uh, some of the vampires on Vampire Diaries. Yeah. I know with the aphrodisiac because yeah. they're very sexual beings. Yeah, absolutely. The aphrodisiac one. <laughs> and stress relief. Because <laughs> they don't need. They, they have the natural thing going on. Because Elena it was on and this. popping on last night. Elena could use stress What's your kids' first vampires being sexy? Oh, I think you got to head up. All right, Natalie, thank you very okay, much for joining us. Thank you so, thank you so much. much. Thank you. Good luck it to you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. All right, so as we're talking about these aphrodisiacs here, yes. um, vampires, right now they're the biggest thing right now. We see on Vampire Diaries coming into this new season, they were doing these promotions and there was all the sexual and it was throwing Elena, Damon, and Stefan in bed with each other and blood all over them and <laughs> the premiere was the birthday episode and Elena's stabbing a cake and inside the cake there's blood and she's rolling around in it putting it on everyone's face. Wait, what? Where were I you watching? This is the CW. This Wait, is the I did CW. not miss that. Yeah, I missed that I scene. Missed Where those. were you watching? Um, no, the, the those promos. The promos. Oh, I was like, I didn't know no, that no, scene. Was I, like where was I <laughs> for that scene? Because I missed that. No, so what are your thoughts as far as, like, vampires being so overly sexual? I mean, think of the original vampire, the first Dracula. He was scary. He was creepy. He was almost monstrous. And now... You know, I think that as a whole, vampires in the history of their world have always been a sexual being. Absolutely. And like the exchange of blood has always been a very sexy thing, quote unquote, to do. And I think that it's very appropriate, especially in the, our day and time and being on the CW. I mean, it only helps sell the show. <laughs> sell the well, show. I, I don't mind. Maybe it's because I'm grown and I know maybe if I had a teenager who was really into... Uh, the vampires I might be a little bit hesitant to sign on but now as a grown woman I love it and if you think about what a vampire does if you are around for eternity you should be getting it in well, so I'm okay with that <laughs> okay no I, I, I t- I'm totally down for the <laughs> sexy vampires as a, I always bring up Buffy during yes. the vampire yes. diaries but the do original you compare sexiest? Buffy to vampire diaries the no. style of it I, I no I don't I don't compare the vampires are like the whole style of the show. No, no, the style of the show, the way that they no, try to tell No, I think that, like, you know, the vampires on Buffy and the stories that were told on Buffy were centered around getting rid of the vampires and eliminating the race of vampires. And I think on Vampire Diaries, it's more about integrating and making them become one with humans as opposed to being separate. Because on Vampire Diaries, they do lead normal human lives at the same right. time as being vampires. Well, I, I enjoy Vampire Diaries so much because it's not necessarily about the vampires or the were- werewolves. They're good stories that transcend whatever monster you are or 
um, whatever, if you're human, it, it right. just transcends and, and you get it and you go along for the ride. Mm-hmm. So I'm riding. I'm excited about the season premiere. And so the, so the season premiere, we had uh, Jeremy with, you know, seeing Amy, uh, Anna and seeing Vicky sporadically throughout the episode. And he was really bonding with Matt this episode. Thoughts on that? I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies in advance. But when they were in the kitchen at the end of the episode, Jeremy looking good, Matt looking good, and they were both very vulnerable at that right. time, I kind of wanted them to hook up. I, I personally <laughs> thought they were going to because of the way that they were looking at each other. I, because I it wasn't like a friend look. It was more like a I love you kind of glances they were giving each other and they were eating ice cream and, <laughs> they were eating you know ice like what's so your straight sweet. guys like well, sitting they were eating high. ice cream they, and they were and they, they were hot were, oh there was high. all the secret recipe by the way for it to go down oh, is that how, is that <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying <laughs> that's what you gotta do oh, i'm sure get i mean some weed and some ice cream <laughs> that's what that's how you get that's all the, the secret boys recipe in. oh boy <laughs> so with that um I don't know. Like, I could have seen. I would. I would not hate Vampire Diaries if they added something like that. No, but I wouldn't either. But I would feel bad for Bonnie. Oh, oh, yeah. Because yeah. Jeremy Miss and Bonnie, Bonnie, as much as I didn't like them when it first started, we felt yeah. it was kind of awkward. Well, because really? he was a little bit. Um, his emo-ish, uh, yeah. very sheltered. But now, especially the beginning of this episode, he's hot. Like he's hot. He looks like he's been working out. He looks a little older. He looks a little His older. So I'm shorter. okay. I'm okay with him being together. I was all about it when they first started getting really? together. I was like, this is wrong, but I like it. Interesting. <laughs> all about it. So what are your thoughts as far as Bonnie being absent? Uh, of course, TVD has to bring back their phone promos. They right. love showcasing that the Samsung whatever flip placement so we saw Bonnie uh, through the phone but she wasn't in the episode at first I was a little upset about it but I'm okay with it because I feel like well I've heard that they're gonna focus this season a lot on Bonnie where she came from her origins and I think they set us up for that saying she was at her father's right. house yes well her father's family's house father's family. yeah well, I think that would bring more black people in the episode. So, in the series, I'm all about that. All I'm waiting that. on my phone call. Right, so Vampire that- Diaries. I'm available. <laughs> David, what did you think? Um, did you, you, know, did I you think miss Bonnie? I did miss Bonnie in the episode, but I think after seeing the entire episode, it made sense not to have her there and to set up the whole fact that after Jeremy died and was brought back to life, that he wasn't brought back correctly mm-hmm. and there's something wrong. I agree. And so it's going to allow us to see Bonnie and Jeremy have a lot more time together and explore the whole witchcraft realm a little bit more than focusing on the vampires, even though it is the vampire diaries. Well, there was so much going on. I don't know if they would have been able to give us enough Bonnie. If they yeah. gave us a taste, I would want so much more. Right. I mean, it was Elena's birthday. And even, I feel like they didn't really focus on Elena. No, they didn't. They and didn't. I really thought that she was going to be super distraught, very depressed because of Stefan being gone. Because do you, you guys didn't read Twilight. No, no, no. No. Well, um, there was a time when... Um, in the second book. Yes, in the second book. It when, was just blank pages. When Edward when left. When Edward left. It was, was, was very significant in the book. I stopped really? watching the movies. It was just the book. When Edward left, she was Bella was so distraught. And so I thought that was going to be Elena's character. You know, I think it was smarter than not to... Go there. Go there yeah. and not have the similarity that of Elena with Bella. Um, 
But you know, we we missed the whole summer. We don't know like necessarily That's what true. happened to oh. Elena. Well, but she does have Elena got damn boob implants. <laughs> you know what? Elena she's always banging. she was she's a little thicker this time, and I like that. Me too. <laughs> I think she's always had those boobs. She has. But they have just been dressing her very carefully. Maybe uh, to make her look younger, and because she just her character just turned eighteen, and to differentiate her between Catherine. Yes. Because mm-hmm. Catherine's a grown woman. <laughs> now she's on the search for Stefan. Um, a little just well, no, very distraught. And Damon, basically, she's working with Damon. Now, interesting, Caroline's mom is helping Elena, helping, I'm putting this in quotations. Yes. Um, helping Elena try to find Stefan. You think she's doing that to help Elena or for her own purposes? Well, I was trying to remember what she was doing at the end of the season. Do you guys remember? She was coming to terms with Caroline. She had just been reminded that Caroline was a vampire. Right. And so she was coming to terms with the fact that her daughter was a vampire and she's dealing with that. And so I think as a mother, she would be wanting to help her daughter's best friend and try and become part of that world so that she wasn't alienating herself. That's how I see it. Well, I don't think that she's really helping. I think it's an ulterior motive and I think maybe it's helping her case if they find Stefan so then she could complete her mission to rid the world of vampires. And I think she has uh, someone working on her team, which I'll get to a little later. Oh, I can't wait to get to that. But um, So yeah, let's talk about Stefan the Ripper. Stefan and Klaus are a dynamic duo. Love them. Love them to death. I think it's really interesting. Finally, we have real bad guys, scary bad guys. Stefan's creepy. Stefan is creepy, and I was wondering how I was going to feel about it, because he was such the good guy this past season that I was wondering if I was going to buy him as the bad guy. And I think he still has some work to do, at least on me, to, to feel him as like this really, really villainous character. But he's getting there. He's you, getting there. Do you guys think, though, that he's gen... Because part of me feels like he... I know we're going to go on a... They've discussed that he, uh, he's going to flip his lid, go completely crazy, lose all of his innocence. But do you think that they're doing this in the sense of... Stefan really wants to do this to get Klaus away from Elena and Damon? Or he's doing it... Because he's really a bad guy? No, no, he, he's because he made the deal and now he's going through. Do you think he's really changing into this monster? You know, I think that at the end of last season, he made the deal to save his brother. Um, and that he so he agreed to go with Klaus and help him on his mission. And I think with the sense of old world life that he has being brought up in whenever he was, when was it, 1700s, 1800s? Um, and one, he of has a sense, yeah. one of those centuries <laughs> a long time ago. He has a sense of, of duty and honor. And I think in the, this first episode, especially at the end of the episode, we still see that Stefan has a little bit of vulnerability in him, and he's still holding on to his previous life. Well, and we also heard Damon, uh, when Damon had found one of Stefan's killings, the Ripper is infamous for murdering his victims, and then he feels remorse. So even back then, when he was the vicious Ripper, he still had remorse. Um, and Which then he puts the victims back together. For a vampire, you don't usually, you wouldn't think as a as a murdering evil being that they would tear apart a, a body and then feel remorse for it, especially not having a soul. Well, and then what did you feel? 
Now, I, I was up all night last night on the fan <laughs> forums, but apparently a rumor going around, or not a rumor, but people are questioning, do we think the Salvatore brothers are related to Klaus's family, the original huh, vampires? That's because really interesting. Klaus made huh. the point to say, you've always been a weak one for family. Now, last night, we also see his devotion to Klaus. I understand he saved Damon, but there, there still is some sort of devotion there towards Klaus. So I'm wondering, because the Salvatore brothers are infamous in, the, in these stories, wondering if there's something there. You I know, think it could be an interesting twist in the Anatoly didn't mean it because no, no, it's fine, please. Go ahead. That was it. Oh, that was it? <laughs> <laughs> No, it could be an interesting twist. I totally didn't think of that, which means I love when something can happen and I don't see it coming. So I don't Sorry. know. I'll, I'll go on that ride too. I, I think maybe it has more to do with Klaus telling him that he's always been a weak one for family. He never was had a strong bond with Damon, like the bond that Klaus had with his brother or the, the bond that Klaus had with his entire family before he brutally murdered them all. Right. Um, and then saying that, you know, Damon and Stefan for years didn't talk and they lived separate lives. Do you guys think of as far as <laughs> Stefan killing Andy, uh, which is da- Damon's girlfriend, to me, I feel like him killing her is going to force Damon to want to track you down. I don't think he was tied enough to Andy to make him want to get revenge. I agree. So, I think he liked her, kind of like he liked Rose. Even though even though I think he was more attached to Rose, to Rose yeah. than Andy. I just think she was somebody that he could talk to, but nobody told you killed my girlfriend. Andy was compelled, though, this entire time to stay True. with him yeah. and not That's to say That's why she had anything. that damn scarf on right. every episode. Every episode, covering <laughs> up the bite marks. So I don't think in the end he actually really cared that much about her. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's just going to give him the extra to be like you know what I'm done with you Stefan he's given up on Stefan before and we see him in the episode tell Elena I don't think we're going to see him come back not in your lifetime right which was an interesting line but I think she was killed to show that Stefan is bad yes oh yeah because he would never do that in, Um, in real life so then we have this is the season of the origins Oh, really? The originals, the origins, we're going to learn about the mythology, the origins of vampires, werewolves. In an interview with uh, Joseph Morgan, who plays Klaus, he was talking about, we're going to meet all of his family this season. Every original is going to come out of the woodworks for this season. And within the they've already shot five episodes, and within the first five episodes, we're going to meet the first one. Very so Klaus exciting. isn't the first one. Well, no, no, no the first... Klaus is part of the first family. But I think we're going to meet his... His mama, his his daddy's daddy's cousins. I wonder who's going to be first. I wonder how it's going to come into play. I think we saw a glimpse next week as far as how they're going to bring the originals into the story. What are your guys' thoughts as far as that little tidbit with the originals? Are you excited? I'm excited more to see the originals and the origins of this clan of vampires and how they started and how Klaus became a hybrid of half vampire, half werewolf and and to see where it all begins. 
I personally don't care. I want to talk about what's going on in Mystic Falls. I want to talk about um, Bonnie and Jeremy and Matt. So you Those like, are my people. You like the relationship, the, whole the drama. origin. I mean, okay, it's interesting, but my my love are the people in Mystic Falls. Now, uh, weren't you weren't you also um, interested as far as the whole Klaus coming into um, looking for this guy Ray? And they're oh, at yeah. the bar and torturing him, and he has some some sort of a werewolf connection. I mean, it's it's. I think Ray is a werewolf, and he's part of a pact of werewolves. And I just thought it was very interesting that he was specifically looking for this guy Ray Simmons. Or All right, Ray guys, Summer. we actually have a first special hey. guest here. Hey. We have Melissa Lightbrook. Hey. Hey. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, I'm well. I have an afternoon without my baby, so without your baby. a little bit of freedom. There you go. <laughs> a little bit of freedom. And you're from The Bachelor? Uh, Dancing the Stars, Bachelor, Dancing Bachelor Pad, and Good Morning America. Kind of dabble in a bunch of little stuff. What season of Dancing with the Stars were you? Nine. Are we going back? All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was in 2009. I don't remember the number, though. I should. Now, what type of an experience? We just did uh, the after show for Dancing with the Stars last night. We had Chelsea Hightower in. Oh, love all of them. We had um, Kit, one of the uh, stylists for the judges, uh-huh. came in. Um, so what was your experience with that, with the show? Uh, well, for me, it was a career starter. Yeah. You know, I kind of bounced back from Bachelor, did that, and then it just all started for me. So... I love going back. We're going to the premiere on Monday. Um, okay. Nice. It was just, you know, you meet amazing people who I'm still friends with to this day, and it changed my life. Do you have any uh, dancing background? A little bit. A little they always bit. hate when you say that, but yes, I did. Uh, I, well, you look like you have rhythm. I appreciate that. I have no rhythm at all. <laughs> no. You see me in a club, and I'm counting to eight, you know, and then I start over again. No, I, I can count to eight and do steps, but natural rhythm I do not have. Um, but I was like, I was the little three-year-old in my tutu, you know, and I did down, you know, ballet up until I was ten, and I did cheer for the Cowboys. Now, you said your baby's not here today, so how old is your... She's seven months today. Oh, stop it. Uh, Wait, did you guys see her sit down? She, you look incredible. Oh, Appreciate it. Work uh, seven thank months. you. Thank you. Wow. Now, what so. brings you to the Emmys Gift Suite? Just checking out all the free gifts. Well, it's just kind of fun to get out. You know, being new parents, we're kind of holed up in the house a little bit, and we like to get out, and the Emmys is quite a celebration, sure you know, is. so why not join in? And is there anyone that you're rooting for this year? You know, I'd really like to see Steve Carell win. You know, it's, He deserves it. He, he does. does. He's, never, he's never won it before. He's now done with it. And, and to me, I think The Office is a masterpiece, and he at least yeah. deserves something for it. Especially to bring a show from, you know, England, or anybody okay. in England, yeah. the UK, over to America. And, and have be able it to succeed, and, you know, for me, I'll always associate him with The Office. He does so many movies now that I look right. and go, gosh, he's hilarious, but he is... The gone. Office. That's who he is. All right, so are you big into comedies as far as TV shows go, or...? Well, I'm a big reality TV kind of girl. If it's, I, if it's reality, I'm pretty much watching it, and I'm making him watch it. What's your favorite reality show? I'm a big Housewives fan. Which one? Uh, all of them. Really? Right now, Equally. we're in the midst of Jersey I and love Jersey. Beverly Hills, which I have to say is a little odd to watch right now. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because of what just happened. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, on one hand, you want to get into it, you know, and get into the drama, but you feel really weird wanting to get into the drama knowing... Right. What happened? Exactly. You know, it's funny. I was not a Jersey. 
I was not a housewife fan no. until they started. We started doing Jersey here at AfterBuzz. Uh-huh. I love it. Oh my gosh, Jersey it's such a guilty pleasure. Oh, totally. It really makes you feel good about your life for a little bit. At least for an hour a day, you can go, you know, I'm kind of normal. <laughs> I feel Absolutely. pretty good about my situation. Now, where are you from? I'm from Dallas. We actually, we just moved to L.A. a month ago. Welcome oh, to L.A. Really? Decided, but like you guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll learn to love it. Everybody does. Well, Dallas, I feel, is a very homey town. Oh, as far as We are as suburban as suburban gets, you know, and uh, we made the move to come out just because with the baby, traveling for me was not really an option, you know, to, to travel for work and either leave her or try to bring her. Both options were impossible. So we've come out here and moved to as suburban a place as we feel you can get out in Los Angeles, but it's different. You know, you miss friends and you miss family, so still waiting for it to feel like home. Now, as far as um, coming out to L.A., what do you have planned? What is, what's on your well, I was just Agenda. saying, I'm so disappointed. We have a really, really big project in the works that is not to the point yet that you I'm allowed to stay it? without oh, getting in no. trouble. Oh, no. um, but obviously, you know, we did move out here for a reason. We didn't just move out hoping something would happen and wanting it to. We came out. Oh, my God. Oh, there's your baby. Oh, she is so cute. She is adorable. Can you see who her dad is? <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Ava. Ava. Beautiful. Seven oh. months. You go, girl. <laughs> you guys make some good-looking kids. Well, they look like him. I know. <laughs> Are you planning on having more? It's too soon to yeah, talk about that. Okay. I know. It's only been seven months. It's only been seven months. I, know. I still remember the newborn stage, so <laughs> okay. we need to get a so little further good. past that. Maybe gotcha. in a couple years. A couple years. Yeah. So how, I mean, uh, as far as your new project, being a mom, how are you juggling all of this? I'm learning. You know, I think it's a balancing act for all moms out there of how much work is too much work and how much staying home is too much staying home. You know, I struggled with the fact that I felt selfish that I did want to go back to work, you know, and I had to get over that, that it's okay. I had dreams and aspirations before I had Ava, and I have her, and she's become a part of my life, but she hasn't become my life, you know. I still have all these things that I want to do with my life. I just want her to be a really big part of it. Girl, you're going to be superwoman. I'm going to try. You already are a superwoman. I feel like that's what every mom tries to do. So how can we find you? How can we stay in contact? How can we keep up to date with what you're doing? Uh, obviously, all the little social networks out there. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, uh, website. What's your Twitter handle? What? What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter name is Melissa Rycroft. There you go. That's hey. pretty easy. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you, Melissa. Have Thank fun so here at the much, Emmys. Melissa. I will. Yeah, good luck with everything. There you go. Here we go. <laughs> Thank all you. Right. Oh, wait. All right. We're going to yeah. take one group picture. Okay. This is what happens on live TV. I love it. <laughs> Ooh, there goes my phone. All right, so Vampire Diaries, where did we leave off? DVD? <laughs> where did we leave Where did we leave off? Oh. Talking about Klaus and this guy, Ray, that he's trying to yes. find. He's trying oh, to, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. interesting to me that he um, is looking specifically and so hard to find this one guy, Ray, yep. as opposed to just finding a different pack. There has to be some sort of connection and reason why okay. he's looking for this one particular guy. No, absolutely. I mean, and not only that, but he hasn't killed him yet. No, but he did, we did see him torture him with Wolfsbane and then feed him his blood. 
which now I believe that will turn him. Yes, if he killed him. So I was trying to figure out he how did. he exactly killed him. He, he twisted his neck. He broke but his I neck. didn't think that's how you could kill a werewolf. I thought it had to be what, oh, a silver right. or something. But he isn't. He wasn't in the werewolf state. Oh, I mean, I guess that doesn't maybe. really matter. I don't know. I just I need I a fact check on that. You know, that. Uh, we're gonna have that's to get right. Tyler on the show to talk about. Well, em- Emily him. would know. Oh wait, did you say get Tyler on get the show? Tyler wait. On the show. <laughs> We need well, to get can one. we talk about okay, that story? Before we get to Tyler, I want to talk oh, to you one other thing okay. that Klaus mentioned in an interview. This season we're going to get a lot of flashbacks. Now, we weren't fans of the flashback episodes. Some of them. Some of them, some of them we were. They but kept some, us up some were a little bit um, cloudy, as in they weren't clear with the the timeline or time frame or people or at least for me it wasn't maybe I'm just slow I don't know but some of them were unclear but some of them I did appreciate and put pieces together I guess we're gonna get um, he said that one episode is gonna be filled with flashbacks to the 20s and it's gonna be a really informational episode as far as what Klaus really needs what he wants and how all this came about he's really excited he loves getting dressed up in these costumes and he's even more excited because apparently they're going to be working on a new episode which is going to take us to a time that we've never been to before with Vampire Diaries. I'm, I want to say you the mean, 80s. I'm hoping. Stop. Really? I love it. No, not, not the, the 80s. 80s. Not the 80s. I think it's worth it. I appreciate the 20s. Like the 1920s. Yeah, we've gone to the 20s. No, we haven't. Maybe we've gone to the 1800s or the 1900s. But we haven't gone to the 1920s, we've have we? We've been in the 70s, no. Not at the we 20s. We went to the 70s? For like a brief second. What, what was that what one? Was that? Maybe I'm imagining that. I would like a newer age. I We've been in the Civil see. War, right? I want to see. I do. I'm curious to see what Stefan, what Damon, what they were up to before they made it to Mystic Falls. Why they were in hiding for so long, and what know. brought them back to Mystic Falls? Because oh. we don't. We don't really know that. We don't. I'd like to see way far back. Like when. Jesus was when, around. When Jesus was around. <laughs> when Klaus and his family were still human. Before they turn into immortal beings, I think that would be very interesting for me. Oh. I enjoy the history. Okay, I, I, I do. do. Too. I do. I do like the history, but they have to keep it. They have to keep it hype for me because fresh and sexy. Yeah, sometimes. It, you, so it, you it, were hype in the eighties. I was hype. You know, there was, was a lot hyped, of cocaine you know? in the eighties. I think everyone was hyped. No, but I just <laughs> pictured Damon in the eighties. I just feel like he was badass. Because uh, the other thing um, Klaus talked about was. He's excited because there's going to be lots of wigs involved and really creative costumes. So maybe the disco era, maybe the 70s. You know, for me, I find it very interesting that these vampires in the world of Vampire Diaries can grow their hair and they, like... Yeah. are very adaptable to the time that they're in as opposed to vampires that we've seen before like Stephen's in interviews like, and Damon's yeah. hair is long da- Damon grew his hair out for this season so yeah. far and like in vampires like an interview with the vampire they can't cut their hair like they never can change their look except for their clothes I see what you same mean same thing with Buffy the vampires always stayed the same well, the only thing I would be afraid of is it's a really fine line between going to a particular time period and it being realistic and it being cheesy. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm sure you've seen cheesy 80s, cheesy well, you know, 70s. Buffy has, Buffy did do that, and they did it really quickly, and I, that's why I didn't mind it, and actually why I'm kind of interested to see how Vampire Diaries would do it, because it was like, on a subway, we met one of the former Slayers from the 80s. With Spike. With Spike. Oh, you're Buffy, that was, too, I'm a huge Buffy fan. Oh, it was one of the 
uh, slayers. I'm outnumbered. Who's the second slayer that Spike murdered? Right. You know what I mean? So I think it would be interesting because it's it's not far, far back, but it's close enough where I'm really curious to see what really brought them to Mystic Falls and what really triggered Stefan and Damon to not like each other because they worked together and they didn't like each other, then they liked each other again. And yeah. It's just been this back and forth, and we know the history, we know the past, but we don't know the in-between. I guess we'll have to wait and see. we'll have to wait and see. Well, now, before we get to the, the meetup, I'm going to hold <laughs> the music this episode. Oh, hands so down. Good. The best, I mean, the music I've enjoyed the entire length of the season. Except and, when and Caroline sang. Except it was, at, at times it was a bit so poppery and cheesy with the certain points, but overall it's been pretty good. But last night's episode, I was ready to go out and download the soundtrack. Here's the thing. Vampire Diaries. Uh, what was the one we were just talking about? The walk, the long walk. It was the la- Elena's last day. Last, the last, the one day as a human. Like as a human. Yes. It was very soap opera music. There was a, this season. That scene I think though was shot beautifully. I'm glad you were not was. a host last, last uh, season uh, we are because disagree. we cut that one, we broke it down. Yeah. I yes. loved it. It was just very Twilight, and I don't want to see Twilight yeah. with Vampire no. Diaries. That's true. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but no, the music last night, it was hype. You know, I heard music that I turned the radio on. And yeah, it was contemporary. And the thing is, they never let it drop. And that's what I really enjoyed about it. The pace of the show is quick. They got a lot of information in. They got a lot of characters in. And they kept it interesting. The party scene, even though Elena didn't like it, it was just interesting to have, you know. A lot of the fans were complaining about the pace of the season. That it was too fast. They thought it was too fast. I think they're judging a little bit too quickly. Thoughts on that? I think so, too. I think that... For the first episode of the season, they need to introduce the groundwork for the viewers so that they can then slow it down for us to then enjoy the storylines. If they don't introduce the characters and the storylines, I think we'd all be lost eventually. Right. I loved it. There were a lot of loose ends at the end of last season, and I kind of felt like it went through, these are the characters again, let's just reestablish, yeah. build that foundation, and now it's on. I and this is it. where our characters are living right now. Yes, except this for Bonnie, who lived in the Bonnie. phone product placement. <laughs> in the back Bonnie kitchen of the Mystic Yes. Um, so, okay, then we had this, par- this party scene. Elaine is flipping out and just... Do you think it was right of Damon to hold this information back from Elena as far as not telling her about Stefan? Do you think he was doing it to save her or because he wants it for his own... No, I, I think he plan. had um, pure intentions. I, he probably knew that if Elena knew that he was getting closer, had a lead, or had gone to find something, she would maybe have false hopes, didn't want her to get disappointed, didn't want her to come along and put herself in danger. So I think he was he was high standing in making that decision. Okay. Did, no, I agree completely. I think that if he needs to keep Elena in the, the dark a little bit, because we have seen in previous seasons that Elena gets very dramatic, she gets very involved, and she puts herself in danger to put those that she loves to keep them out of danger and I think in the retrospect he needs to protect her to a certain extent I totally agree um, so yeah she was in, flipping out at this party Caroline tries to have like a little conversation with her and Caroline was in the back room because she's a little upset 
Let's talk about it. Caroline, Tyler, and Matt, they're having this love triangle. Now, David, I know you're a big Steve McQueen fan. I am. Jeremy and Bonnie team. We're Caroline and Tyler. All <laughs> day, all every day, Tyler. day. But yes. What were your thoughts, Janora? Because I know you really have been wanting to speak about it. What did you think of this episode and they finally put them together? But they're kind of teasing it. I'm just in my head right now. I'm having flashbacks, <laughs> hot flashes, all of the above. I Let me tell you, the first thing I appreciated, first of all, setting up their friendship, that they've been friends this whole time, and that they, they both acknowledge that it's been some kind of tension, some kind of flirty something all along. Yep. I really appreciated that they did not stretch this tension for the, la- the next five episodes. They got to it. I definitely And agree. did they get to it? <laughs> I thought it was great. I just want to find a vampire or a werewolf right now to just take me what you, away. You know, I think that... Right now. Are you what time Tyler is and Caroline? You know, it's a little early. It's a little early in the day. <laughs> no, it's early. I enjoy them together, and I think that their mystical energies, you yeah. know, are going to bounce off of yes. each other. And we've never really seen... A vampire with a human on the show in that respect. Um, no, he's holding, a werewolf. Yeah, no, I know. That's oh. what I'm saying. We've never seen a vampire with a human or a werewolf with a human. And now seeing two of the mystical creatures get together and how that they can have fun with each other and not yeah. hurt each other. I think it's a lot more interesting for the viewer to see two immortal beings get down. Yes, very down. <laughs> and in terms of the whole Klaus... What is he doing? He's now this hybrid between vampires and werewolves. I'm glad you're talking so about where this. is this gonna go yes. with the love between a vampire and a werewolf? And can they potentially create something that's Stronger, a hybrid? Better, yeah, because it's natural. Faster. Because it's a hundred percent. I don't believe Klaus is born from vampire werewolf. No, no, not at all. Yes, yes. This would be the first true. Now I'm gonna go to another. Um, Reference. Reference. Underworld. Okay, I'm bring a huge it. I'm a huge Underworld fan, fan as well. Re- I'm sorry, I didn't. I wasn't Buffy. <laughs> That's with so. Kate Beckinsale. Underworld's Kate Beckinsale. It was three movies. Oh. And Scott Speedman. And Scott Speedman in it in the first movie became half lichen, half vampire. Lichen oh. is a werewolf. Lichen is a werewolf. In the Underworld terms. Yes. Okay. Lichen is always a werewolf. Okay. That's there. That's their mythological name. And basically, he has crazy powers. Um, he's a stronger breed than the werewolves, stronger breed than the vampires. Everyone fears him. So I'm wondering, you know, I want this to work between Tyler and Caroline for that reason. But I'm also scared. I don't want it to be filled with lust. I don't want this to be lust. I want this to you be don't? true. Well, I'm no. kidding, that was a joke. I want there to be lust involved, but I, I want this to be true love. I really want more than Elena and Stefan, well, more than anybody. No, absolutely, but that's why I think it, they set up this whole friendship dynamic for the first part, for the first several months of their relationship. So it, so it takes on a love angle rather than just lust. Because, but you know what? We see them get down, and then we see Caroline leave when Tyler's asleep. So clearly, she has a different angle than he does. But I think he's more in love with her, and she's looking more to scratch an itch. I think I think she's scared. I don't know because it's like she's still tied to Matt. She is still for tied some to reason. Matt. I don't know what it is. She's still. She loves him. That was her first love. Yeah, that's true. He's the first guy that actually. Because before that, she was kind of like the bimbo who bounced around from bad guy to bad guy. Yeah. And Matt was like the first good guy. 
I don't know if I see a place. I don't want this triangle to go on. I'd, no, no, I want Matt to move on and get his own life yeah. and like figure yeah, his Jeremy, stuff out. Yeah, with Jeremy, maybe if things don't work out with Bonnie, I don't or maybe know. with Elena. <laughs> no, Wait, man, Elena. He's been giving her the eye, and he's always had the hots for her. He did. He, when he was high and he came into that birthday scene, the way he kissed Elena on the cheek, that was, especially in front of Caroline, I was like, that's throwing a little shade out there. But <laughs> I think that was the, his intent. Oh, okay. Elena's yes. always going to be in love with Stefan, though. That's true. And the only person I think she might give a chance to would be Damon. Right. No, Matt has absolutely no chance. Yeah, sorry, buddy. No, sorry. But he's got a chance with Jeremy. There you go. Try to <laughs> try to break the witch in the, no. the warlock lockup. <laughs> Maybe. No, but I mean... As far as Matt, I don't see, I hate to say it like this, I kind of don't see a place for him on the show. Who else is left in Mystic Falls for him to have something else with, some kind of storyline or love interest? But then are we getting rid of all of our humans? No, for me, you can't do that either. You can't do that. For me, I think that Matt needs to stick around. He's going to become Jeremy's friend. They're going to be good, closer friends. I like that. And he's going to be able to be part of the storyline in that respect. And eventually, you know, he'll find, he'll get a love interest. Most likely. I mean, they can't get rid of him. No, they can't. Right? They, they can't. can't. He's already been a part of it. He's got a part with Jeremy. Jeremy's seeing Vicky. Vicky's his sister. You know, he's connecting. But getting back to Tyler and Caroline, not because that's my favorite part, <laughs> but we are talking about the end with Tyler's mom, Miss Lockwood, coming out the woodwork. No, I mean, setting all up three the of us. So I think, yeah. So I think that now that component of it prevents this love story that could potentially take place. Right. Which would be good. I mean, so as far as what... Oh, I think we have we have another commercial. Oh, hey. Alrighty. How you doing? Alrighty. Thank you. You're welcome. How are you doing today? How are you, Julie? I am Julie. Nice Hi, Julie. to meet you all. You're all so spiffy looking. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Green fabulous dress. That is fabulous. And I guess what? I bought it on the real real. Did you? Now, okay. please tell us a little bit about the real real. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that is what I'm here for. Now, we're a luxury designer resale store. So, we're actually the first one on the internet that does, if you know guilt.com and flash sales. Uh-huh. Slash sales. But we're flash sales, only luxury designer consignment. So, if you like Chanel, Prada, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Hermes at 90% off, all stylists selected, completely authenticated. It's the real real. And where are you getting your product from? We're getting our product from Celebrity Closets. We're working with stylists. We have stylist networks set across the U.S. and select individuals that we actually understand the um, origin of the product. Okay, fantastic. Very interesting. So you, how did this come about? happening? How did you start the company? So I have a a few friends that can buy whatever they want whenever they want. But they would never... Are they looking for new friends? (laughs) But they would never walk into a a consignment store, even though they, if it was beautiful. So I thought, what if I could create the most beautiful consignment store for luxury designer items? Would they shop? And they're and they're just flocking to it. Wow, what a fabulous idea! And it's only online. And that's the best part of it. You don't have to get up. You don't have to get dressed. You can just click one-stop shop. And we get in literally hundreds of items every day. So we all we inspect, we photograph, we catalog. It's all a database, so the consigners actually are happy because they can look at all their sales online. They can see what's happening. 
and then when they see their items for sale, they're beautiful because they're like done in a you know they're real they're done by professional photographers. And, and more you, importantly, people get really great products. Are you organizing everything by designer? Or are you organizing everything by product, like dresses? No, or mostly handbags by and, designer. Okay. Because we'll run a product event, but then occasionally we mix it up a little because today's a handbag event. Okay, so okay. you're doing so all So we have a select one. So, you know, in that case, we didn't have like a hundred Gucci handbags, but we had five great ones and some great Louis Vuittons and some great Prada, and we mixed them all together to get and a nice long, selection. That's exciting. It is how exciting. long do your flash sales? 90% off. Like, they, oh, 72 hours. Okay. Oh, that's wow. a long time. Do you guys time? shop online? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a huge shopper. I'm online. not an online shopper. I love it. But maybe I will be. I you never know. I don't know. <laughs> It, you know, sometimes the thing about shopping online that a lot of people are scared about is like, well, what if it doesn't fit? What if, you know, the size is incorrect? So for clothes, we actually take them back as long as you return oh, really? them within two weeks. Because, you know, we're deal you never know. I mean, every designer you wear a different size in and then right. if it's altered. So, you know, we're more than happy to, as long as they come back in great condition. Mm. Then, yes, we'll take it back, give you a full refund. Shoes, accessories, handbags, we don't. But I think, you know, you can't alter shoes, right? So, you know, like you fit in those Louboutins or you don't. Yeah. You fit in those Prada shoes or you don't. So, Do you have a favorite item that's been featured? Oh, my gosh. We have so many. Well, let me tell you what's coming up because oh. it's really exciting. Okay. So a lot of people are talking about X Factor. Yes. And Paula and Simon being reunited. Yes. yes. Well, we were fortunate enough to work. Paula just moved into a new home. She called us up. She wanted us to clean out her closet. So starting next week, we're having a Paula Abdul's closet sale. Oh, all week. fantastic. All week. Yeah. And, I, and I have to tell you, she, not everyone can wear a size zero, right? But nope. a lot of women can wear those shoes. Because they're what, size what, what seven. Size? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> size she's seven. Small lady. They're so fabulous. I bet she's got some dynamite shoes. Unbelievable. Well, actually, everything's unbelievable. I just don't fit in a zero. But uh, it's more one or two. Some uh, things no. are twos. Some things are twos. Yeah, no. So what other celebrities have you featured on well, the show? Well, she's the one that lets, is letting us talk about her. So we, we do oh, okay. have some other ones coming up, and they'll be... You know, our real focus is around the designers, but if you have someone that has, I mean, she has tons of Zach Posen and Celine and Dolce. Oh, it's to die for. So, and we said if we can use your name, they're going to sell faster. Yeah. And she was gracious enough to let us do it. But, you know, we do have more. We, most of the people we're dealing with would just prefer to remain anonymous, and that's fine, too. How Never often do you update your... Every day. Sometimes, um, usually more than once a day. Because that's one of the things that I love about going on online and shopping is I don't want to go back to the same website and see the same things over and over again. I love new products and checking all that stuff out. Um, so where can we actually check? That's the www.therealreal.com. The Real That's R-E-A-L as in real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and 90% off your favorite so you know, think of think of that maybe that Prada dress or Gucci dress or Chanel outfit you wanted, and then think of buying it for five hundred dollars or two hundred dollars. 
I know what I'm doing after I leave. We get things sweet. <laughs> after you talk That's to your little great. vampire Get into the real, real dot com. Yes. Well, Julie, thank you very much thank for you, stopping Julie. by. Thank, thank you, Julie. Thank you so much. And I'm going to give you a special offer, which Ooh. we're offering to everyone here in the Style Lounge, which has been a blast. Wow. Thank you so, so that, much. And that coupon code this will make one. sure that you guys can buy even cheaper. Thank you so much. That's the real, real dot com. Really Thank you so much. Hey, bye-bye. Hey, the real. Well, there you go. Got coupons. The real, real dot com. We can, we can be looking like the cast of Vampire Diaries now. <laughs> In yeah. a hot second. Except Elena, because, now, David, last night you were not crazy about I Elena's I was not outfit. happy about the way that she was dressed. You know what? I think they always dress her a little bit on the more demure side. And now that she's 18 years old, I'd love to see them dressing her like a real woman. But for her I birthday think, party, she was kind of coming out a little bit. You know bit. what? For her birthday party, I thought they could have done a little bit better. I think the dress didn't fit her correctly in the bust. I thought it was a little too short. Um, I just think the proportions of the dress were a little, a little off for her body dollars. type. Yes. They always try to dress her so innocent. And it's like, we Let's know she, it's Elena. We know she's innocent. But... Let's let's go. We have a huge prediction section right now. Oh, okay. I'm so, ready. Let's talk about let's talk about Elena. Part of me feels like she's almost going to become Catherine a little bit. I think, wow. as Emily said, Emily uh, Harbor, one of our past co-hosts, was so determined that Elena was going to turn vampire by the end of season two, which she did not. She's she did. not. I could believe it if she said by the end of season three. Especially for Damon making the comment, you will never see Stefan in your lifetime. If they turn Elena vampire by the end of season three, and you're making that prediction about her lifetime, they would have to jump so many years far forward in the future to bring them back together. Why? Because if they're saying in her lifetime, he means like a human lifetime, which is like 70, 80 years. Regardless of whether or not she's a vampire, it would still need that 70 or 80 years for him to turn back, especially if he's going to flip the switch and fully become the Ripper. I think it's going to take more than just Elena becoming a vampire for him to want to come back to her. I mean, but do we think that Vampire Diaries might take us on a crazy journey and Stefan and Elena might become this... Maybe Elena won't be so innocent in the future. As a vampire? Maybe. Maybe. Jonora, thoughts on Elena? I don't want them to turn her into a vampire. I, I think that's too easy. Where does it go? Where's the tension? What's then going different, to differentiate her from Catherine? Where is Catherine? When is she coming back? Yeah, where is Catherine? That's true. So, I don't know. I kind of like them separate, and I like Elena the way she is. I, I do like Elena as human. I, I do believe that they are going to turn Elena. It's bound to happen. Elena wants it too bad. I don't know if it's going no, to be... I don't think she wants it too bad. Oh, so all second season she no. wanted it. No. I thought, first of all, are we... I thought we were in the second season. We're in the third season. We're in the third all right, season. We have, a sec, we have a third commercial break. We're actually going to okay. uh, introduce Carrie... Now, how do you pronounce your last name? It's Carly Fugate. I'm sorry, Carly Hi, Fugate. Carly. Hi, how are you guys doing? Hi, and you're from the official Major League Baseball... Opus. Opus. What yes. is this? <laughs> it's an actual book, and it is the entire history of baseball. It took MLB properties about two years to create, so um, half of the photos in it have never before seen. Um, the best writers in sports came together, did these great articles. It's actually quite amazing. It's 
this is kind of what it looks like, but it's upstairs displayed. It's 75 pounds. So wow. it's, it's, 75 it's gigantic. Who's yeah. publishing it? Opus is the publishing Opus company. Opus is the publishing yes, company. Yes, uh, and they do other brands as well. Michael Jackson, I believe, had a book. That's and Opus, but yes, okay. Yeah. That's why I'm like, this sounds similar. Michael Jackson did one, um, and they are, Ferrari is just now being released as well. Nice. So, so it's the history of just Major League Baseball from the origins they to... They have the original sketches of the game, like the actual drawings. Oh, wow. um, I mean, it dates back to the 1800s to present day. So it covers everything there is to know about baseball. Wow. Yeah. So for all you baseball fans, this would definitely be a... The only get for you to have. Right. What do we have as far as price goes for it? So we have a classic edition, which is a smaller book. It's 25 pounds. It's $2.95. <laughs> only 25 pounds? I know. It's still a very large book, but it's a great gift. It comes in this awesome casing. And you can work out with it, guys. And you can lift it, yes. <laughs> you can lift. And then we have our large version, which is a limited edition, and it's $3,000. And there's oh, wow. only 1000 made in the world. Yeah. I was going to ask is, if it was limited. Yes. Is that the only... Di what, what else differentiates the two books as um, far as the original? It's the size, and then there's some content in the marquee, which is the large edition, that isn't in the uh, smaller one. We had to condense it down and make it more commercially viable for everybody to get, so that's kind of the difference. In the limited edition, are there extra photos? Does it come with the autographs from some of the Major League Baseball yeah. players? So or there's an extra 50 pounds. <laughs> an extra 50 pounds, you know? A couple certain photos, so there's all of the Super Bowl rings are in there, or the oh, baseball yeah. playoff rings. And then there's a gatefold that opens up with all the original baseball cards, the first original ones oh, that were wow. printed. Wow. So it has some special features. And then 222 of the thousand, Derek Jeter signed for us. So I'm actually going to New York and unveiling that Monday. Oh, really? So for some big New York fans. First, Very cool. First deal. First Yes. When did, when did this come out? Last year. Oh, it was really So special. it came out, um, I'd say July, and the smaller version came out in about December. And how many are left from the limited edition? They're selling out fast. I bet. 222 got designated for the Jeter, so, and we had that special release for that, which is coming up. Um, so I can't, you know, specifically say the exact number, but I know that they'll probably sold out by the end of the year. Wow. And what retail stores can our listeners find this book? Are there so online stores? Or? MLBOpus.com uh -huh. is where you can find all the versions. And then we're also on MLB.com under their shop section, so you can find us there as well. Oh. Awesome. Um, well, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Carly. Um, and that is MLBOpus.com. Yes. So all you baseball fans, this is like... you. You need this. Yes. It's the you can't call yourself a, base, yes. a, a MLB fanatic if you don't have this book. Correct. Especially if you don't have the limited edition one. Signed by Derek Cheater. Signed by Derek Cheater. That's that the one you like, want. That is, that that's infamous. But for all you guys who can't afford that one, they do, you know, the smaller one, 25 pounds. Yeah. There you go. But like I said, you can also work out with work out. So share with your wife. She can work out with it. You can read the book. Everyone's happy. Exactly. Thank you very much, yeah, Kelly, for stopping guys. by. Thank you, Kelly. You too. Thank you. All right. So predictions. Who else do we predictions. have as far as predictions? Stefan. Stefan. Where do you want to see this go? I want Stefan to push the envelope completely. I think there is a fine line between him being this good guy and still falling in love with Elena versus him being this bad guy and I think the more human blood he drinks and the more people he kills the more he's teetering on falling on that other side right. so I'd like to see the show kind of push him to the limit 
David. You know, I I liked Stefan as a good guy for the longest time. I think it suits him as as the character, and I think seeing him struggle between teetering between good and evil and having that struggle and the more and more Klaus pushes him to do things that he wouldn't ordinarily do anymore I think is so interesting to see him have human emotions when it comes to figuring out where he belongs now and where he fits in now they say he's gonna go completely overboard and lose all of his innocence but if he was Stefan the Ripper back in the day and he still had that little remorse in him. I can't wait to see what happens when him and Elena find it. I think that they're going to hold that out the whole season. I think we're going to have to wait to see them I think come we're together get a lot for a of while. anonymous phone calls. Yes. Yeah. But what are you expecting from that? Do we think that it's going to come to a point where he almost kills her or Klaus is going to get involved and I think it's too predictable if he's finally bad and sees Elena and then he can't do it now he's good. I mean that's that's playbook. Right. And and Vampire Diaries has never been playbook. Very true. So I have no idea what's gonna happen. What do you hope to happen, Dave? You know, I'm hoping to get with Damon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Me to get with Tyler. I would love if if Elena got Sorry. together. It's fine. Together with Damon. I think that might also be a little too predictable, and I think maybe yes. in the future we might be seeing something with Elena and Klaus, or Klaus falling for Elena and thinking she's Katarina. You know, I think there's a lot of things Ooh. that we can play with in that yeah. world that would be a lot more interesting as a viewer to see, as opposed to letting her get back together with Stefan or letting her get together with Damon. I mean, at this point, I think Damon's going to fall off the deep end. Yeah. And uh, Elena is this, like, cherished female just in this show. All these vampires swoon over her. Everybody loves her. And it's funny mm -hmm. because even Elijah, when he came into the yes. situation, even though he didn't... I know he was in love with Catherine, but he even had this real a slight appeal to Elena. He did. He kind of, like, cherished her as, like, a priceless little jewel. Yeah. What is so special about Elena? I want to learn that story because we still have never really dug into really dug that deep as far as so you know, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that Katarina was the first doppelganger, and then Elena's the second doppelganger, and the doppelganger. Yes, there, there you go. Now she's a doppelganger. I mean, who was the first original? Oh, that's very interesting. Who yes. was the first woman that Katarina was the doppelganger of? And I think that's very interesting. And I think it's just that the fact that this one woman exists only every so often over so many years right. is so interesting for these immortal beings to know that there are three women out there who look exactly the same, who all have different personalities, who've all lived in different times. And what happens when they come together? That... That would be interesting if we got to see all three of them. Be, and, and it'll be way better green screen moves than, than CW's The Ringer. <laughs> the Petrova Which I loved. I'm not going to say anything, but I, I like the way Vampire Diaries plays their little storylines out. Um, we see Klaus next week wanting to build this army, and apparently that's what he has Ray for, and he's turning Ray into price. Or what did he say? He didn't say an army. He used his. It's like killer drones or something like that. They're hybrids. No, um, yeah, the name of next episode is Hybrid. So he wants a, this eclectic group of people. Yes, he's looking for this pact, this pack of werewolves that Ray Simmons has a link to, to turn them into his 
Comrades. Comrades. Is that what he said? I don't yeah, know. His comrades. There you go. I don't know what his plan is. I know we're going to learn within the first few episode, uh, first episodes. I believe ne- next episode is where we are going to learn what his whole plot is, what his plan is. And I don't know, there's a there's a little piece of me that kind of feels like they're going to make Stefan really go after deep end, but he's been training. We have to remember this. He's been training himself to fight temptation. And so even though he's getting the human blood, I think Stefan honestly is strong enough mentally. I, I, I honestly believe this in Stefan. I think at the end of it all, he has a plan. I, I definitely, for some reason, there's something holding me to that. Maybe it's my love for his character, but I think that there's an overall general plan for this whole joining Klaus' scene. He's too devoted, too quickly. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. Because then it's too easy for him to be bad and the end. So it's true. I'm I, open to I that. totally forgot that last season he spent the entire season drinking human blood to avoid temptation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, what else do we have? Jeremy and the ghosts. Jeremy and the ghosts. I predicted last night to you guys, as far as Vicky joining, coming to Jeremy, I think to help Matt out. Because she said last night, help. Yes. Did she say help or help me? She said help me. Help me. Yes. You know, so what are your thoughts on that? I think um, we... I don't know. I'm a little confused as to why Vicky would want to help. She would need help with anything. She's not alive. Well, I hated them using the terminology ghost. Right. Because you That's got true. vampires, you got werewolves, you got witches. I don't need. I don't need ghosts. <laughs> what I, would you prefer that we called them? Spirits. The deceased vampires. Okay. Or, no, I don't That's know. That's true because so they are I, deceased before vampires. Before we finish up with our predictions, we have a very special guest. We have right. AJ Buckley from CSI New All York. Right. What's going on, AJ? Going down. How you, you doing, Daddy? AJ? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? <laughs> Very good. good. Nice. We have Welcome. a premiere soon. Yeah, our season premiere, season eight, uh, next Friday. I'm really excited about. Very excited. Um, and it's a kind of a special episode too because it deals with 9/11. Okay. Wow. And it's kind of a flashback and and the seven years I've been on the show, it's probably the best episode that I've ever been a part of. Really? Uh, it's a super powerful. The writers kind of knocked it out of the park and. Um, it was really cool to, to kind of get to be a part of and have a, a character that was involved in that sort of. So you've been you've been working on this for seven years. This now. is my se- this is my seventh season. I joined the cast in season two. Yeah. Okay. So and then they're in season eight. So. Yeah. Surprise. I know, right? I blinked and I was like. So yeah, it's I've got a little gray patch in my beard right now. So <laughs> it's good. It's good. So as far as uh, working with CSI. What really attracted you to your character on the show? Uh, I mean, it was just the CSI franchise, and uh, the Mike started off as a recurring role, and I was actually living in my car when I got the job, so oh, really? wow. that's not a, like, that's not like hey, I was living in my car, wow. but I, I really was, and so I was really excited to uh, for them to continue to write, and then by the second year they I got a contract out of it so it was, it was great but it's been a I mean a total blessing and you know to get to work with Gary Sinise every day and the rest of the cast and such phenomenal writers and uh, 
it's been fun. I mean, it's opened so many other doors in my life and so many other levels, not just in entertainment, but in other, um, in other facets of business and stuff. So it's been, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty blessed, man. Pretty blessed. Yeah. Are you a big TV buff? Yeah. And I hear you guys do reality things, because I'm a reality nerd. Have you guys talked about Bachelor Pad? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, have you been watching this season? Of Bachelor Pad? Yes. I was addicted. Okay. Addicted. We were supposed to do it. A bunch of girls wanted to do Bachelor Pad. I've never seen an episode of it. Okay. It's amazing, TV. I turn it on. The first episode I watched, they're throwing eggs at the girls they don't like. I, I know. Oh, no. I, it's, I mean, it's, it's, that stuff is terrible, but... The the what's her name the the, the crazy girl that broke I, up with the guy with the bachelor on TV they had the oh my god we uh, just had um her, Melissa Rycroft uh, broke was up just with Jake here. right what's that she broke up with Jake she broke up with Jake yeah that bitch is crazy <laughs> she is so crazy wait how did you become a fan of it my girlfriend was one day was like she's like babe we gotta watch Bachelor I'm like I'm not gonna rot my brain <laughs> on this Bachelor pad stuff and then by the end of it I was like really and what was great was every Monday night whenever it was on it was for two hours so it wasn't like yeah, it, is a long it wasn't like oh you know we're just gonna give you an hour and tease you like they get right into it you got two hours of madness tons of you Tebow it so you come home after a long day and you watch the basketball Monday couldn't come quick enough and they had the finale which was four hours it Wait, was so amazing. you were like a legit huge fan of this show we're gonna yeah. have to have you come in on an episode yeah. four after yeah, it was it was it was pretty crazy so and I like I like the America's Got Talent I love you know, America's that, and that Got guy Talent. that one that uh, jazz singer guy that one that crooner uh, I'm not watching. You gotta get up in your reality TV <laughs> show. Guy. What the hell? Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I really liked him yeah. too. Wait, he, is he that the one with the dreads? Yeah, the dreads is phenomenal. Oh my god, he's yeah, amazing. Same with Patty Labelle in the finals. Did a great job. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. You know, but it's funny with America's Got Talent. I want to get into it, but I, I, I find myself YouTubing it more so than yeah. actually like catching. Yeah, the, yeah. which is fine. You know, there's some good out. The outtakes are good, and then Idol is gonna come. Are you big into the? Reality shows where they put the people in that like real world Jersey Shore where no, they put them in the house. No, no, no. I like so they, I like the more like other than Bachelor Pad that was like my one train wreck of like oh, there you go, okay. thing. But Jersey Shore and those things. I mean, I don't know. Like the thing I like about Amer- America's Got Talent stuff. You actually there's an uplifting story and like these people who are working hard in the world. You know, get a shot to like change your life, and there's something great about that. These guys on the reality shows, whatever the situation, this, that, and the other. For God's sakes, do something good. Turn around, start a good charity. Like represent. Like I don't know. I've got a bunch of younger sisters. Don't dress like a whore. You know, be, be positive role model. Like you don't. Like we get you on the show, but when you get off the show, like bring some reality to the situation. If you know, no pun intended, and fucking do something properly. You know, represent. It just I don't know. That stuff is like. Okay, you're trash on the show. Well, then you know you want to change your image when you get off and be like, oh, it's just the show. But right. uh, that's the part that hurts. Me. Are, so. you, are you excited about the Emmys this Sunday? Any anybody you want uh, to win? Uh, yeah, as far I, as I'm like, the, my new favorite show is Game of Thrones. Okay, that's so, a show. Anything, I think they should just they should just all get Emmys. And. Uh, that show is the, one of the best shows I've seen in a long. It's so amazing. It's I've so never, I've, I never read the book. Yeah, I didn't read the books. Okay. But the 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 show itself is just phenomenal. I'm a huge fan of that. So and Boardwalk Empire. Another so, and then show. and then uh, um, I don't know. Did Shameless get? No. Didn't I, get I as don't many believe as, it did. 
Phil Macy didn't get nominated. Yeah, he should have. Uh, if he so. didn't, if he has, awesome because he's phenomenal on the show. If he hasn't, that's bull. I love Shameless. We yeah. just actually we cover that. It's one of our favorite shows. Here yeah, at he's good. And Justin Chatwin's phenomenal on that. Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, it's just so good. It's really good. So I think all and 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 you know I don't know. Does Sons of Anarchy get? I don't know I if they I think Sons of Arna- Anarchy was nominated for yeah, something. Yeah, that's a yeah. great, another great show. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. We're pretty, fo- they're on the, the TV that's coming now, out of, especially on the cable side of things, is just Are they really awesome. phenomenal. Any new projects you have coming up? Uh, yeah, um, I have a, a web series that I'm producing. We're in season two of it uh, with Alley Entertainment. It's called Talent. And where can we find that? Uh, thetalentshow.com. Talent show. I think yeah. some of our After Buzz hosts worked on that. Jocelyn Davis and Dana yeah. Ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, um, and then I have I own a magazine, Scene Magazine. It's based out of Louisiana, so that keeps me uh, really busy. We're in year two of our, our magazine. We're actually coming up our second year anniversary, which is going good. It's it's taken really taken off on us. It's a strictly entertainment publication for the state of Louisiana, and uh, uh, it's 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 exploding before us. So it's, uh, there's so much production down there, and we there wasn't a. Uh, is that where you're from? No, we just saw saw a business opportunity with my business partner, uh, and went down there, and there's. There was no high-end publication for the entertainment industry down in that state, so we decided to to uh, start a magazine that kind of took off. But we've had everyone from Brad Pitt to Sandra Bullock, Bruce Willis has been on our cover, Lenny Kravitz, wow. um, uh, Peter Facinelli's on our cover next month. So where um, can we find any of your updates to keep uh, in AJ Buckley you know? uh, .net or a John Buckley. Uh, on Twitter is my oh, you handle. do Twitter. Yeah, I do you Twitter, yeah. You need to tweet nowadays. I'm at Twitter. I'm at Twitter. <laughs> whatever it is. One more time. What was your Twitter handle? A John A J O H N Buckley B U C K L E Y, and then it's or my website uh, a dot j buckley dot uh, net. And then to check your website web series out was web talent series, show. Uh, the talent show. The talent show. Talent show. Yeah, and you go to my website, my website, and all that stuff is there. Awesome. Well, thank yeah. you for joining cool, us. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get up on your bachelor pad. Man. I will work on that. Next time we see you, I gotta hook these guys in for to start. The <laughs> yeah, draft. and then you'll understand why I think that girl is crazy. Oh, I know she's crazy. <laughs> The craziest person ever. Well, I heard men like crazy women, so... No, I did when I was younger, and then I got sent. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, so... Oh, all right. Oh, we're about to take one more picture, and now we get live television. (laughs) Cool. Thank you. All right, so let's let's get through this right now. Let's get into the predictions right, real predictions. quick. So Caroline, Tyler, Matt, uh, I've been holding this off, but I just want to say, I think Caroline's mother, yes, is working with Tyler's mother. Yes, I so like that idea. I I don't think that's it. No, no. I think Mrs. Black. Burn. What's her name? Blackwood. Miss Lockwood. 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 You got me saying Blackwood. I am thinking Pretty Little Liars right now. <laughs> Mrs. Lockwood um, has gone off the deep end, and I think she's gone a little crazy, especially after we saw her last season almost die and then be compelled. But how does she know about uh, you know using the ravine to stop vampires? I think it has to do with Klaus and less to do with... Um, 
Caroline's mother? I don't know, because I think Caroline's mother and Miss Lockwood are still in that that town meeting secret society. Do you know what uh, the, yep. the people who the need to rid families. the original families? Yes. And they know they've been infiltrated, and there are only a few of them left. I think they've gotten together to um, I mean, to, to make a plan so to, to keep true to the, the, the pact that they I have. I can't wait until next week. I can't wait to be back in studio so we can... I mean, I love being here <laughs> at the Gibbs Suite, but... I can't wait to be back in studio to be able to really get into this. I want to thank you guys for joining me thank here you. tonight. Thank you guys for listening to us. Stay tuned. We're going to have so many more shows up next. And for you vampire fans, True Blood is going to be uh, doing an after show up here tonight. So until next time, next week, we'll see you later. Bye. you later. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.